Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hi, I am Samantha Harris, travel agent with Pineapple Escapes, and you're listening to the Travel Tidbits podcast. Thank you for joining me today on one of our Tidbit episodes. Joining me today is my son, Matthew. Hey, guys. And we're here to talk to you about Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Recently, Matthew and I attended this event together, and we were able to do a couple houses together. It's pretty interesting, right? Yeah, no. You know, you got the world's best uh, haunted house partner right here who screams at everything. I don't know who he's talking about. So let me start this conversation with saying, first of all, that this event is in a premier horror event. So Universal specializes in horror movies, and they take the same technology and storylines to put into their houses. So for somebody who does not watch horror movies, Going into this event was a little bit intimidating. I was, um, I'll say intimidated. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right word, but we'll use that one. But walking in through there, so there's the 10 houses. There are also five scare zones. So when you enter the park, you immediately enter the first scare zone. It's really dark, lots of flashing lights, lots of creatures, chainsaws, loud music, So entering this event by myself, which was not the plans, but due to delayed flights, I ended up having to start my night on my own. It was pretty intimidating. So if you like this type of environment, if you thrive on haunted houses and that fear factor, this event is for you. I was a little afraid to get started. I did approach one of the cast members and they advised me as where to start and they they introduced, told me to introduce myself to the Beetlejuice house. That ended up being fantastic advice for me. Um, I have seen the movie several times. The Beetlejuice house was not scary at all. So once I could get through that house, calm my nerves down a bit, realize that, you know, I'm not going to die. <laughs> I was able to enjoy the night a little bit more. Later in the evening, Matthew was able to join me. Once he got there, We did a few houses together. I actually redid the Beetlejuice house with him so that he could go through there. Beetlejuice was fun. What'd you think? So the Beetlejuice was my number one favorite house. And my mom said it was not scary at all. It was just, you were in the movie. So you walk in and there's up on this giant platform is Beetlejuice. And he's like yelling at you and making fun of you. And if you've ever been during Christmas time, it's a lot like when you meet the Grinch. He's just makes fun of you and it's just a good experience and um so you're going through and you're just in the movie basically you see all these scenes and as someone who loves beetlejuice it's one of my favorite movies i've seen it i don't know how many times it was just cool to see all the actors and being able to live the movie as beetlejuice makes fun of you every time you turn the corner yeah it was it was good and it was a very good icebreaker if you're a little bit timid or nervous about attending the event, Beetlejuice is definitely the first place to start. So my next favorite one would be the Bride of Frankenstein house. Now, let me preface that one by saying I have not seen the movie. So how well it compares to the Bride of Frankenstein movie, I cannot attest to that. But I do feel like walking into this house, 
the props, the the atmosphere that it just drops you in makes you feel like you are in the scene of a movie. Universal did a fantastic job with their theatrics and their props in their houses. It really just makes you feel like you're immersed in the entire storyline, not just walking through a haunted house. Yeah, I agree. And it's, I mean, that's kind of the point of their whole park. You know, if you're in line for Transformers, they've got the videos playing, like putting you in the movie so you know what the situation is. Um, so it's the same thing with most of their houses, but especially in The Bride of Frankenstein, it felt like you were in a dungeon and it, it was just walls everywhere and you had the the iron gates and cages, basically. The And it was just really cool. And like, well, I've never seen the movie, so it just, was a different experience. And there was a pretty good jump scare there at the end that it got me. Yeah. It got you a little bit, right? Just a little, Just a bit. little, bit. Just a little bit. So um, back to your next favorite one that you mentioned was the icon house. So the icons is a little bit different. It is not follow a, a theme or a movie. It is celebrating this year's theme of Halloween Horror Nights was celebrating its 30th year anniversary so it was 30 years of 30 fears the icons house brought back several of the halloween horror nights icons throughout the past 30 years and put them all in one house what did you think about that one so you know the the universal haunted houses were really cool but there's nothing better than just a regular haunted house and that was what the icon house was really because like she said there wasn't a theme or movie that it had to follow so you just walked through and you didn't know if there was going to be a clown or a guy with a chainsaw around the next corner. And it was just neat with that kind of the anxiety factor, trying to figure out what was going to come next instead of knowing it was you know, that it was going to be a clown. So Matthew and I done a few houses Friday evening once they finally arrived on their flights. But Matthew and my husband went back Saturday night to make sure that they finished all of the houses, all of the scare zones. Saturday night, I spent miniature golfing with the youngest one. So I did not get to go back for all of it. But my goal was to immerse myself in just a little bit of the environment and experience it so that I could help my clients go. But I didn't necessarily have a desire to finish every single house because as we have mentioned, it's not 100% my cup of tea. I had a great time. But I didn't have to make sure I finished every house. So Matthew and Donald went back Saturday evening and they finished every house. They were able to do all 10 houses, all five scare zones. They were not able to do the two shows in their time frame. So with this being on a Saturday night, they were still able to complete all of their must do's. But if your must do's include all of the shows and if they include all the special themed and drinks, you might want to consider purchasing the express passes. Express passes give you access to a quicker line. So there's two lines for every house, the express line and the regular admittance line. Beyond the express pass, there is also the RIP tours, which is a VIP tour of the houses. It will give you front of the line access to every house. So that one is a quick way to do all the houses in just a few hours and then be able to enjoy the rest of your evening, there are rides open during the event. Um, with the RIP tour, you also get express passes to use after your tour to use on the rides. Now, like I said, Matthew and them did do, I only did three houses and they did all of them. So they completed 
seven of the houses that I did not, including the icons one. But they also did one that was based on a puppet theater. Now, I got a text during this one saying that somebody didn't handle this house very well. That was definitely my dad. He he doesn't like it. Oh, he didn't like no. it? Um, but let me start off by saying I cannot stand puppets and dolls. And that was, I mean, the puppet theater was all about puppets and dolls. And I just don't vibe with them. And I mean, everywhere you go, there was a talking puppet or a creepy little girl holding a doll saying, come play with me. <laughs> and just, you know, it's that I, it doesn't sit well with me for whatever reason. I don't like puppets or dolls. And I may or may not have gotten close to peeing myself a time or two in that house. It was, that was an experience. So let's, let's, let me say here too, that these scare actors, no matter how scared you get, they are not allowed to touch you. And due to COVID restrictions, they do have some, like some plastic sheets that are between you and the scare actors. So you do have a little bit of a barrier where they come out. You know, they can still scare you, but they're trying to limit the the personal interaction to be able to keep this event going for the season. The next coolest thing, um, now, unfortunately, I didn't get to experience any of this. The especially food and drinks, which we've mentioned a couple of times, they had the food trucks. There was drinks that were, you know, like the Bloody Mary. Or just the different kind of foods. There was one truck that had a pasta that was called zombie food. And they took the spaghetti and tried to like, you know, just try to make it look like brains. We didn't get to do that. We would get in these lines and they were kind of long. So again, if you're wanting to try all the foods, then the express pass is probably the best option for you. But um, we ended up eating at just a regular Italian place that's open during regular hours that we had never eaten at before just because at a short line and we were trying to get through all the houses yeah another option to make sure um, you get everything done is to buy a multi-night ticket so if you're going to be in orlando more than one night it is very you know the the upgrade from one night to multiple nights was a very affordable i upgraded matthew's ticket from one night to the his was actually available for the first 16 nights that it was open of course we were not there for 16 nights but the upgrade from the one night to the 16 night pass was $30 difference. So he went for a few night for a few hours for the first night with me and then went for the entire night the next night with my husband. But that is definitely an option that you might want to take advantage of if you want to be able to really enjoy the experience instead of rushing from house to house. We did not have that much time. We were only there for the weekend. So unfortunately... We don't have any experience on the specialty food or drinks. Um, Like he said, they had some pretty cool options and the lines were terribly long for those. So I think they were pretty well sought after and enjoyed. Uh, There were two shows available that neither one of us got to watch because, again, they had long lines as well. There are rides open. If you do the RIP tour, you can get the Express Pass for those. But the main event, draw is their horror houses and Matthew what was your opinion based on the haunted houses that we have been to was it kind of a similar experience was it elevated how would you rate these haunted houses versus the ones that we have been to at home well at home we're in a kind of a small rural area and in any of the haunted houses that are worth going to are a little bit of a drive are kind of expensive 
So for the price of them, I mean, it wasn't far off from being much more expensive besides your flights. And it was when you had 10 haunted houses and it, the ones that had the themes, the movies that I had seen of them, it really felt like you were in the movie. And the ones that I hadn't seen, such as um, The Bride of Frankenstein, it would like you could get what was going on just based off of the props alone. And I highly recommend it. It was a blast. It was fun. We were fortunate enough to have some good weather to go along with it. And it was just, I mean, like I said, I highly recommend it. It was a great haunted house. Would you do it again? For sure. For sure. And just not the puppet theater? I'd have to make myself do it. That was the best one. I I just hated it. <laughs> I hated every minute of it. Well, if you're going to be in Orlando during the month of October, we're almost out of September at the time of recording. But if you're going to be in Orlando, there are dates and tickets left available to enjoy the Halloween Horror Nights this season. If you can't make it this season, definitely put it on your calendar to start looking at a weekend getaway for next season. It makes a great time to get away with your kids, your husband, your your brothers, a guy's weekend. You know, I highly recommend taking advantage of all that Universal has to offer. Universal is one of our favorite places to spend a weekend anyway. So I don't know. I would do it again. I would. I was, like I said, I mentioned I was scared to do it by myself. It is not always my cup of tea. I love a good haunted house. I don't love a good horror movie. But once I was there and once Matthew was able to join me and my nerves calmed down a little bit, I was able to enjoy a little bit more. It's always fun to watch somebody else get scared beside yourself. So thanks for that, Matthew. Yeah. So I guess that's all I have for you today. If you have any questions or would like to book your trip to Universal and include Halloween Horror Nights, you can reach out to any of the agents at Pineapple Escapes. You can reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram at Pineapple Escapes or via email at info at pineappleescapes.com. So thank you guys for listening and thank you, Matthew, for joining me. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.